GameZillaMedia.com. Alive, surging up from the depths of the sea on a tidal wave of terror to wreak vengeance on mankind. Raging through the streets on a rampage of total destruction. The GameZilla Podcast. Is this the end of our civilization? Prepare for gaming domination. The mightiest monster of them all. Grimlock the Dino 9, GameZilla. Welcome to the GameZilla Podcast, your last line of defense in major gaming news. I'm your host, Grimlock, and with me in the GameZilla Media Studios, my co-host and audio producer, the Buttery Butterboy. Now listen, we all know you can't bring me down calling me Butterboy, picking out out my favorite Star Wars character. You got pretty upset today. Okay, when I'm at work and a, and, a, and a man who works in our office comes up and waves and says, Hi, Butter Boy, it's emotionally deflating that to be a you, grown man in your workplace being called Butter Boy. That means you have hit a whole nother level of popularity, though. He works in our department. It's not a new level of popularity. He never heard the story from me. He, he came, watches on YouTube. We he know he came watches on to YouTube. He me and said, hey, where's Butter Boy at? And I was like, oh, dear God, the old man knows to call Deadeye Butter Boy. Like, this means that Butter Boy himself has just, he's made it. We have the coattails to ride no, on now. No. It is Butter Boy, 2020 Butter Boy on Xbox Live. It's happening. It's happening. Jeff, or, Jeff, our good friend from work, already gave us some money for your Xbox. That's not true. He did talk about how easy oh, it would be to get an Xbox. Oh, man. Yeah, he did say that. Hate to break it to you. Sorry. And, uh, yeah, he's not the only person in our department that called me Butterboy today. Oh, who did? Our network engineer called me BB. Really? Yes. I had n- I didn't even talk to him today. Didn't even talk to him today. That means Jeff spread it. It's spreading like wildfire. Throughout our day job, man, I am now being called man, boy. this is great. This is great news. This is real growth. This is real growth. <laughs> yeah, I'm not gonna let you Organic bring me down. Growth. I'm not gonna let you bring boy. me down. You want to why? Because I'm all hopped up on Gronk. I'm down here drinking Gronk. Where's the front of the can? <laughs> the Gronk flavor of Monster. Where's the front of the, the people can? on on Twitch need to see that I'm all hopped up on Gronk. The people on Twitch and the people on Mixer. <laughs> Oh god. Just mixer, just mixer. Just mixer, yeah. Yeah, it's just mixer. But anyway You don't know what I'm doing with this show. <laughs> you're not doing anything. You're on the audio computer. Yeah, you don't know what you I do. You don't even later. have an output for Twitch. When you're on Gronk, you don't know where you are. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Welcome to episode two hundred and ninety seven of the Games Little Podcast, mm. brought to you by Gronk. Not Gronk. <laughs> it's not Gronk. Our supporters at Patreon. <laughs> Man, cancel the cancel culture coming for me. Uh, um, oh man, some, someone's gonna accuse me of being a pervert soon. Um, all right, <laughs> our supporters at Patreon.com/slash Gamezilla Media. I have to thank all of them for providing us the means to produce and put this show out there. And we'd love if you're watching us on Mixer, if you listen to us on any of your uh, preferred uh, podcasting platforms. That you consider joining our patronage, uh, start influence. You know, you can start just one dollar a month, and guess what? There's a new new show. What is it? State of Zilla. So I can't close. ever State of the Zilla. State of the Zilla. A new one dollar per month special tier show. Uh, it's going to have a, a mix of uh, great talent from here on Gamezilla Media talking about different subjects, and of course, every single show on the Gamezilla Media network, like Legend of Retro, Noiseland Arcade, uh, Noobs and Dragons, Last Extra Podcast, of course us here at the GameZilla Podcast, all have at least one exclusive show available per month at patreon.com slash Media at the $5 exclusive content level. So please consider becoming a patron today. Let's get into the news. I'm searching the web for the latest gaming news. Searching MotorCityGaming.com. Downloading headlines. Now let's have it. What about this monster story of yours? Download complete. We forgot to introduce Miggy. Hi, I'm Who, here. Who's Mickey? Player one, Mickey. Oh, player one, Mickey. The non-buttery guy in the room. Yeah, we did. We did a horrible job of that. I apologize, player one, Mickey. I'm too hopped on and grunk to remember who people are. I apologize. <laughs> Our video producer that makes Mixer.com/slash/GamesLamedia look this damn good is player one, Mickey. Hey. Hi, hi, player one, Mickey. Hi, hi. How you guys doing? I'm good. How are you doing? Good, good, good. It's good to be back. It's good to have you. 
How was that White Castle? Oh, it was great. Those fish nibblers, the fries. Is oh. that what you, you got? You were eating fish, fish nibblers? nibblers? Yeah, okay. they were okay. magnifique. When Can we you, take back his introduction? No, when you asked me, when you asked me if you if I farted while I was in the bathroom <laughs> and you could smell it here in the studio, <laughs> and I was like, I guess my fart made it onto the door. No, it was Mickey eating fish nibblers. <laughs> they were long gone. They were long gone by then. Yeah, sure. Don't, yeah. don't they blame my fart on your anus. Don't blame my fart on your fish nibbler. They were long no, no, gone no, by then, but that means gone. they were coming out your ass. No, so no, no. Go. I have built what's called an immunities to White Castles. <laughs> immunities. I can't believe you were eating fish nibblers from... Oh my God! They're amazing. Anyways, <laughs> well, anyways. This, is a, this is the section where we talk about the news. This is the news. We got topic number one here. YouTube is signing an exclusive streaming deal with Activision Esports, covering such games as Call of Duty and Overwatch, just for starters. But uh, this is a big deal because of a lot of the things that have been going on here with, say, uh, Mixer, YouTube, Facebook, all kind of grabbing some of the big Twitch streamers and signing them to contracts. Well, YouTube went a little bit further here and signed some contracts to just lock down games completely to their platform. So, yeah, that's um, that's. The, the basis here, but we're going to dig a little bit deeper into this. So uh, it's a huge, big win for YouTube, as they're, as they're calling it, uh, which has struggled to compete with the game streaming leader Twitch, despite YouTube being the largest video site in the world and the second most visited website on the planet behind only its parent company's uh, search engine. Twitch was the exclusive streaming partner for Activision and Blizzard for the first two seasons of the Overwatch League, and Twitch has long been the go-to destination for live gaming entertainment. So this is a straight steal from Twitch, uh, and expansion off of that, gaining things such as the uh, Call of Duty League, or what, C uh, CDL they're calling it, right? So, um, I don't know, what are your thoughts on this, as far as YouTube goes? Because I always feel like... When I think about YouTube and I think about gaming, I think of PAX West 2015, which was my first ever PAX in Seattle. Mm -hmm. And I remember walking in and seeing this giant YouTube booth where they announced YouTube gaming. And I was like, this is going to change everything. And then I feel like I never heard about YouTube gaming ever again after that because it was so poorly done and YouTube just really hasn't ever recovered from that. Yeah, gaming always felt like it was a little shoehorned into YouTube opposed to uh, spotlighted. And, I mean, you can go into the YouTube app, and there is like a, you know, my YouTube app on my TV has a section just for gaming. And, you know, that sort of stuff is integrated in it, but I don't know. It, it always felt like it was third, you know, behind behind Twitch and behind Mixer, YouTube, and then Facebook probably lingering a little bit after that. Um, it's just, it's just tough because you go to YouTube. I don't go to YouTube to watch live things ever. Like I, I'll go and watch reviews and, and, and commentaries and things like that, but I'm never like, Oh, what's live on YouTube right now. Yeah. I go to YouTube, like you say, to watch content, but not, not live. Like, I think the only thing that I watch live there recently would have been some of the LCS, the league of legends pro league. But then I actually switched over to the like to the NALCS like website and watch the rest of it. So it, it even, it doesn't even keep me there. Like I go there to watch con like pre-existing content, pre-recorded content. And so it, it is interesting. I know, I'm, I know that there are plenty of people that don't do that. I know there are plenty of people that actually watch, show, watch stuff live on YouTube, but the bigger, but part of this story that, that matters here is that publisher Activision Blizzard has, they've entered a multi-year partnership with Google. So that's actually how this happened is they entered a, a partnership with Google um, that will you will see the search giant cloud platform power all of Activision Blizzard's game hosting and other technical needs. That include like are we talking like Stadia? We're talking about that hosting? Are we talking like the back end servers that we're talking all, back end servers? Oh, okay. Yeah. I'm less concerned yeah. about that. Yeah, we're talking like Azure, Microsoft side, Google, the Google Cloud, or Amazon's, you know, server systems. So they decided to go with Google on this one for a multi year partnership. And but as but what that means is it will Part of the deal is that YouTube will become the exclusive streaming partner for all of the game publishers' big esports titles. Currently, right now, that would revolve around uh, Overwatch League and Call of Duty. But yeah, um, 
it's it's cool. I just for me worry like did Activision Blizzard buy? They don't tell us the de- the details, right? They don't tell us like the the cost or the partnership or what the deal is. They just multi year partnership, and so for me, it's like you're looking at Google, you're gaming YouTube, which yes, YouTube is popular, and like and like I already stated, it's you know second largest visited website in the world, blah 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 blah, but that doesn't necessarily translate to gaming. And so, as Activision and Blizzard, and two and one league that's just getting started, and another league that is, in my opinion, average, hard to watch. The Overwatch <laughs> League is not like the greatest thing, in my opinion. Um, is this really the best way to push your product? And why? And what made you move away from Twitch? You already had. You already were working with Twitch, which Twitch is owned by Amazon, which Amazon has a cloud, you know, cloud function service. So, like. What was the move? What was the deal? What happened here to make this shift? And why is it better? Why is this the answer for Activision Blizzard instead of Twitch Amazon? So my my thought about this is this is this is the next step that we're seeing in what I've referred to as like the streaming arms race. The 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 first big shot fired, in my opinion, was Ninja signing an exclusive deal with Mixer. We were like, oh, what? Like, that's a big deal. Mixer sniping the biggest streamer in the world out from Twitch and locking him into a contract. And we've seen other streamers follow suit and Mixer's locked down some other other gamers. And so it makes sense that YouTube's like, okay, now what can we do to make a splash? What can we do to get some notoriety to us as a streaming platform? Let's lock down a publisher. Like, let's lock down a couple of these leagues that... You know, hey, we can we can enter in a contract. We can offer them a service, and uh, you know, hopefully, it will give some more credibility to us as a streaming platform. And Overwatch, though we know it's lost some of its popularity a little bit in the last you know year or so, Overwatch Two is on the way. We we know that that's going to happen, and that could be a big big eyes on YouTube at that point for watching uh, that season of the Overwatch League. But Call of Duty is one of the biggest games in the world. And it does have interest from a different fan base than the people that watch League of Legends or even the fan base that might play Fortnite. Like, like Call of Duty has a little bit of a niche of loyal fans that are Call of Duty players. They, they buy the new game every year. And if they can build off that and if the eSport can have success outside of the brand name that is Call of Duty, it could be good for YouTube. Yeah, uh, YouTube, YouTube also locked in uh, Courage, Jack Courage, uh, Dunlop or Courage, um, yeah, a, a big a big streamer in of in, in of himself uh, streams with the likes of Ninja and them, so they have locked down you know a big name. And then something that was interesting here was that the quote that that was put out here from YouTube with more than 200 million gamers a day watching more than 50 billion hours of gaming content per year YouTube provides gamers and their passionate fans with the most popular video gaming platform in the world and that was from Ryan Wyatt uh, YouTube's head of gaming so when you think of both the Overwatch League and the Call of Duty League and you have act you're exclusive to that window I could see that as Activision Blizzard, you're tapping into a market that's that's one of the biggest, period, in the world. And then if you're YouTube, you, like you say, you're building exclusive, exclusive viewership where people have to come to your platform. So like I just gave you an example where I wanted to watch League and I, I, I just jumped. I knew that if I went to YouTube, one of the top results would be the live feed of League because I click on League so much. So I, it was easy for me. So I went there. And then after that, like I, w- I got halfway, in, it was halfway into a match. So once that match ended, I found my way out to the site that I really wanted to watch on. So if you told me, well, you can only watch League on YouTube, I would have watched all weekend long. I would have watched League of Legends and it w- I would have been on YouTube. So yeah, I guess in that sense, it's smart that how they're locking this down. I just, to me, like, as Activision Blizzard, I look. I should look at YouTube in the sense of, well, you guys haven't really handled gaming very well. Your content creators are mad at you because because of monetization and everything is so ass backwards right now. Like, there's a lot of things that YouTube hasn't seemed to be able to just land on their feet and actually do well. So, as a developer of that caliber, being or publisher of that caliber, um, 
I don't know. I feel like they either gave him a really sweet deal or no one else wanted to negotiate with, which I can't believe that'd be the thing that no one would want to negotiate with the, the likes of Activision and Blizzard. Yeah, I I really feel like it was, you know, like we talked about that they went into negotiations for their ser- server services and it it just seems like it's one of those moves that I would have thought YouTube would have had to been the one to initiate it. It would have had to been Google saying like, listen, we would like you to be exclusive to our brand. And if you're Activision and Blizzard and you want to reach an audience, it's it's a conversation that we've had multiple times. Like we streamed for a while on Facebook because everyone has Facebook. What we found was tough, though, is almost no one uses Facebook to watch live streaming content and there there is definitely the mindset of youtube is on uh, who knows what the install percentage of youtube on mobile devices is it's got to be 97 percent or something you know it's got to be insanely high this is just me spitballing so if you are a brand and you look at that install base and say well you know Twitch or Mixer, which are more niche apps, are only installed on X number of devices. There, there, that could have been some of their logic behind it. It's just knowing the install base, and if this takes off, everyone will be able to watch it because everyone will have access to YouTube because it's such a vast platform on so many devices. Yeah, no, I mean that's fair. I think uh, I think it's good for YouTube. I think Activision Blizzard, you know, they're the ones that unless they're making a ton of money like again we don't know the deal right i don't know the the exchange in goods and and finances and all that stuff but i feel like out of the two you know youtube needed this first of all they're they're trying to repair their their gaming side of their platform and i think this is a this is a good move for them if overwatch can do Overwatch can bounce back and improve improve their product, and then Call of Duty comes out with some of the uh, changes and everything that they that they've uh, they've discussed, which you can hear all about our thoughts on that on Patreon. Yeah, as one of our extra our extra shows that we're throwing out there is we're talking about the uh, the Call of Duty Cup, Call of Duty League. I wonder if they're going to call it the Call of Duty Cup like the championship. I would hope so. I hope so. It's got a good name to it. Anyways. Um. Yeah, it, this should be interesting. I don't think we need to spend any more time on it. it it's it's a big move. I'm sure there's a lot of money passed back and forth, but uh, in the end, it really comes down to can YouTube present it well and draw traffic. I don't care if you have 200 million gamers. Like we've seen YouTube gaming crumble with all those gamers, with all that, all those watched hours, YouTube gaming has never really amounted to what you wanted it to be. It's never, it's never toppled Twitch the way you wanted it to. It's, it's just not there. So is this the start? Do we finally get the, get the, you know, the, get moving in the right direction? We'll see. Time will tell. And uh, at the same time, Activision Blizzard have to deliver a compelling, engaging product that's going to make people want to watch on a weekend, week out basis. All right. Topic number two, a company that has never failed and will never fail Atari. Oh, wait a minute. Atari. My bad. My bad. Atari. Uh, it's not Atari anymore. It's Atari <laughs> France based Atari SA. Atari SA. Yeah, that's it. Okay. Uh, yeah. Okay, so it's not the Atari that we know from, like, the 70s, back when we were born. Yes, I'm very old. Right. Back when back when my parents played video games. Come on. My dad had an Atari. Your dad still plays video games. What do you mean back when he played video games? That's true. <laughs> um, but anyways, uh, yeah, so Atari's back in the news here. The uh, Atari SA is the current iteration of this company and uh the so the name and the logo still carry plenty of weight uh, everyone knows atari they know the logo um so much that the company has signed a deal with the u.s real estate developer to create eight atari branded hotels across the country each with its own esports studio and gaming playground this sounds uh, first of all it sounds really cool right yeah, I, I'm excited about it. But if you told if, if you strip Atari from it and you said, "Hey, there's a company that's going to do this," it sounds really cool. Who do you think's doing it? 
I don't know, Atari would have been like, I don't know, my hundredth guess, I think. Like, I would have had so many guesses before Atari. Don't you, don't you agree? Well, yes. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I, <laughs> I'm trying to think of, it's like Atari is so far from my mind in the world of video games, unless I'm thinking about like, oh, who might, who might go bankrupt this year? Oh, hey, the Atari VCS got delayed again. Um, <laughs> well, because they're building these uh, hotels instead. Now. Oh man, we should start doing like a, like a, like in, like a death pool kind of thing. Oh, God. <laughs> we predict which companies will start going under. You know, you want GameStop? You want Atari? Who are you putting your money on? Okay, so uh, along with the esports facilities and what I what um, the sprawl, sprawling arcades of some sort, the planned Atari hotels will also feature restaurants, bars, movie theaters, meeting rooms, a bakery, and yes, even a gym. The facilities are aimed at providing a unique experience for both business and family travelers. Um, the perfect place to to explain to uh, children what Atari was compared to what it is now. <laughs> <laughs> well, kids, before the great ca- crash of 1983 or whenever that was, uh, there was a wonderful company that made kind of terrible games that you could play at your home. The, the thing about this is, have you seen these uh, Atari Pong tables? He's like, yes, they're really cool. Aren't they really cool? So, like, first of all, when you first mentioned this, I was, like, thinking that in my head. I'm like, oh, that means they'll have those cool tables, you know, like, where it's like a it's like a dinner table that has physical pong, like, um, inside, like, glass that you can play that looks really cool. So I'm hoping that that, that happens as well. But anyways, um... When you think Atari, you don't think esports. You don't think current gaming. You really don't think competitive gaming. Like, that's never really been anything revolving around Atari to me. But if Atari is going to make a hotel, or hotels, I should say, and do this, guess what? No one else has. So, for once, I have to sit back here and say, this is a good idea. This is a smart move. And congrats to Atari for being ahead of the curve for actually being in front of something and saying, hey, we're going to go build infrastructure around the country so that kids can game, parents can relax, and tournaments can be had. Like, these this, these facilities could really grow into something special where, yeah, not only could you, it could be a fun vacation where kids are going to be entertained, parents are going to be able to have a good time, movies, all, all that stuff kind of kind of self-contained, but at the same time, they're going to be good venues for events like amateur, you know, competitions or even some smaller pro quarterly events or things like that, uh, qualifiers and stuff like that. I mean, as long as Atari actually makes state-of-the-art facilities because an esports arena or an esports facility isn't new. You can go to Vegas now and and go to an esports arena, you know where where some of the Fortnite tournaments have been held. Now you can go to these uh, Corsair in New York City, uh, where CounterLogic Gaming is is based out of, and you can you can go into the Corsair esports arena and play, and even have the chance where CounterLogic Gaming team of some sort, be it League of Legends, be it whatever, roll in and actually start gaming. You can sit there and watch them. So. Some of that exists, but now you're creating this cohesive thought of like, when I think of this, I think of the indoor water park hotels, right? You think of like, like what Wolf's Lodge or whatever it's called. You think of things like that where it's like, okay, I can take the kids. They can go have fun in in the water and I can, you know, have some, some just relaxation time, whatever. It's just like, but now you take that to the next level of like, what, what, Kids, what this generation cares, like the technology-wise, what kids and younger people care about, and and as this keeps growing, like, what about each room? Like, is each room going to have, you know, um, a TV with the game, video game systems installed and all that type of stuff? Now it's Atari themed, so like, are they going to? They're they're trying to make their own system right now. I know it got delayed, but they're trying to make their own system. So like they took a lot of people's money. T- Who knows yeah. what they're actually doing with it? If you told me like I could get in there and it's like cool, you got a PS4, an Xbox, 
Well, let's just say let's just move fast forward here. You got a PS5, an, an Xbox Series X, and a Switch Pro all installed. All you gotta do is bring your games. If you don't have games, you come down to the counter and you can you know you can rent games or whatever. And uh, you know, and at the same time, here's their arcade, and over here, here's our competitive arena where you can sign up for for smaller tournaments. Like, think about the idea that if this place was was always full, sold out. There's there's always people, no vacancy. Could you have like fun tournaments? Like they don't have to be sanctioned. Just fun tournaments almost every weekend or every day or whatever that happen because the of the player base that you have staying in your facility. Yeah, you know, similar to how um, you you get turn you get side tournaments at, at big events and things like that. But if if you book a resort and you know you're gonna be there for the week, there, there could be you can, they could have scheduled time of activity. Like, hey, there's going to be a Fortnite tournament Saturday night starting at eight o'clock. Open entrance are available, and you can you know first come first serve in the esports lounge, and you can win credits to eat at the buffet. I don't you know I don't know what it would be, but it could make up for a really fun atmosphere because you could have multiple locations throughout the venue and you could watch and it, it could be a really fun interactive way for people to enjoy watching and playing video games together. Yeah. So let's read into this a little bit more because it, it is a little bit interesting how, how this is divvied up from the little bit of information they give us. So Arizona developer True North Studio has eight cities picked out for Atari Hotel placement, starting with Phoenix, Arizona, which plans to break ground on the that location that location this year in 2020. Um, then other locations include Austin, Texas, Chicago, Denver, Las Vegas, San Francisco, San Jose, and Seattle. All seem... Like good good cities to try to build a, a video game hotel inside of. Um, according to the official announcement, though, Atari will be getting five percent of the revenue from the hotels, mm-hmm. as well as a six hundred thousand dollar for signing the agreement. It doesn't like how like when I read that statement, I instantly worry that like someone bought the Atari name pretty much. So like, hey, we want to use your name. And we want to build buildings that have your logo on it or whatever. But you really don't have any like say on what we do with this building. So now it That's comes back to... probably for the better. It is probably for the better, but now you have to ask who is True North Studio. And are they capable of putting something together that's, that, is, that is good, that works well? We, you know, we don't want this to be a 10-story Dave & Buster's. No, I'd like there to be an arcade, but I I want so much more out of a building that is dedicated to being a wonderful place for video game fans. Yeah, and but they advertise esports arenas, so now you have to ask the question: like, are these hotels like like example Seattle, right? Seattle is home of PAX West, a big event that that people come and every hotel sells out. Is the Atari Hotel now going to be the number one, the quickest one to sell out? Assuming, let's just say, it gets placed in vicinity to uh, close enough to the uh, convention center. Yeah. And at that point, it's an esports event or it's an esports facility. Does that whole building have state of the art internet? Because that's the biggest thing for for us when we go to League of Legends events and we and we take all of our gear with us because we go watch League and then we go back to the hotel and we play League all night, right? Is that we always try to like we call these hotels? We're like, hey, what's your internet speeds? And half the time it's like somebody that's like, uh, I don't know. We have Wi-Fi, like that. And I'm like, right, that doesn't tell me anything. Like, first of all, do you can I can I hardwire into the room? Like, is there is there a Ethernet port in the room? And then like, what's your Upload speed and download speed because I, you know, blah, blah, blah. And then they hang up and they go, shut up, nerd. And yeah, they hang up yeah, on yeah. you. Yeah. But here's a facility that in theory could um, cater to those types, you know, those types of people, those types of needs. So that would be, uh, you know, that would be really interesting as far as that, that, that goes. It would be but, something they advertise in the package. Like uh, your room comes with available internet packages. You can do the free that's 10 meg down, and then you could pay an extra, you know, $5 a night or whatever to get up to 100 meg or something. Like, there's a lot of opportunity to make money off of a video game branded hotel slash resort. There is, yeah. I, I do agree with Craig WK in the Mixer chat right now on uh, Mixer.com slash Media. $600,000 to slap the name Atari on eight hotels. How desperate are they? 
first of all, they're desperate, okay? They're, they're, they're trying to launch a full-blown video game system that never really existed, and they have no idea how, what they're doing, and they probably ran out of money. So they're like, oh, you want to build hotels? I got an update on the Atari VCS oh, when dear. we're done. God, yeah, the Atari VCS is what I'm referencing. Is their video game system that was supposed to be out already, in theory? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Have we ever seen a real one, though? Oh, no. We've only seen shells. Uh, I actually saw a blurry uh, <laughs> traffic camera in Seattle. They thought it was Bigfoot, but it was actually <laughs> a chunk of an Atari VCS <laughs> thrown out in the woods. Excellent. What's your update, though? Uh, the update, and again, of course, Atari VCS has already gone out to dispute this report, but uh, the, the register.co.uk is reporting uh, that they, they spoke with Rob Wyatt, who was the lead architect for the Atari VCS, and he has officially left the project. Now, this is a guy who was uh, an, uh, part of the design team for the Xbox as well back in the day. And he was like the big person they were touting off the top of this. He's allegedly left the project, and he said, uh, as of Friday, October 4th, he's officially left, uh, and he's resigned as the architect of the Atari VCS. Uh, he says, Atari haven't paid invoices going back six months. Oh, no. Oh, you got to be kidding me. Yeah. Yeah, that uh, <sighs> so that thing might be super dead. <laughs> yeah, but they're getting hotels now, so it's okay. Yeah, they got that hotel money. 5% of those hotel money. So, some, <laughs> some of the designs we've seen of the hotels that they were showing off in these articles are pretty cool. And if they looked anything like that, I, I would totally want to stay in one at least one time and then realize it's a super just gimmicky thing and probably never go back because it's overpriced. But I'd want to do it once. Because it's going to be just a big Dave and Busters. <laughs> Unfortunately, that's what I'm worried about. But as long as they put those cool pong tables in there that I told you about, I probably would go at least once. I'm with you. I'll, I'll, little 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 boys weekend in Chicago. Yeah, yeah. Player one, okay, Mickey, you right, up? I'm done. Yeah. I'm when done. they build Let's this go. joint in Chicago, we just wait for that Groupon deal, though. We get it on the cheap. Get it on the Groupon because <laughs> yeah, yeah. you you know I'm trying to save money, <laughs> right? Uh, and you know but, they're gonna do it real quick because people are be like, "This is bullshit." <laughs> also, we we hop the train. We're playing Switch. Well, Grim and I are playing Switch, and Miggy's playing mobile games. It's like a five you know five six hours on the train. Boom! Before you know it, we're in the Dave and Buster's. We yes. could have been in in our own town we live in. Listen, the first <laughs> comment on this article that we pulled this uh, news from uh it was from uh this this member that says as long as they have copies of et on hand i'll be happy yeah <laughs> you're a lying sack of shit oh okay. the gift shop the gift shops actually sells et cartridges they pulled out of the landfill the, 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 dude yeah. i'd buy one i'd buy yeah. one of the landfill I'd buy, ET I'd cartridges. Buy a landfill et for sure the the best part is the follow-up response to that was someone that said the hotels are going to be built out of the et cartridges <laughs> yeah <laughs> yes so yes so, so there was some uh some like follow-up i, I guess you know some follow-up comments you know in the uh in the discord um Let's see. Uh, we got a comment saying, I'd stay there, but I heard the hotel is going to have massive centipede and millipede problem. Oh, nice. Uh, also, clever. Also heard that once you check in, it's hard to break out. Sounds like a real Ooh. adventure, if you ask me. Ooh, those are bad. <laughs> another one said, These are just, in our chat? Yeah, yeah. Another one said, I just hope asteroids don't hit this place. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I'm leaving our Discord. In the Discord. I'm leaving our Discord. Right there. I don't want any part of it. No, uh, I'll stay. I'll stay. This, uh, this person here, uh, uh, what? This is the weirdest fucking thing I've read today. The <laughs> next person follows it up with, I can't wait to take a vacation at an Atari hotel with the Atari VCS. Never gonna happen. <laughs> it's never gonna happen. <laughs> Jesus. All right, anyways. Um... We didn't, we didn't plug it on our last topic, but we have a Discord. Join the Discord. Uh, talk with gamers from around the world every day. And topics like this. Join the Discord. Get into that video game channel. And let's talk about what do you, what do you think about an Atari hotel? Would you stay there? Wait, wait, Would you go? There's a way what better comment. Pay? There's a way better comment. It's going to be really hard to bury eight whole hotels in a New Mexico <laughs> landfill. <laughs> that guy wins. That guy wins. Uh, that, that yes. is really yeah. funny. That's a really good joke. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Um, yeah, for anyone that's, for anyone that doesn't know about Atari's history, if you're if you haven't been following it, they or if you're uh, just not old like yeah, us, they failed miserably when they tried to make the ET video game and then basically ended up burying brand new product because they had so much of it they couldn't move that they just threw it into a dump in New Mexico. Yeah, it was cheaper to just throw it in the landfill than it was to sell it for a dime. Yeah, yeah. 
There's a good documentary about that out there on uh, it's on Netflix, right? I think so. It was a decent watch. All right. Anyways, uh, that's topic number two. I, it doesn't even seem real. Like to be, to be fair. To be fair. To be fair. Um, man, who's the next one to get married? We have a bachelor party there. Oh yeah. yeah scheming. I'm already scheming. Owl zero, baby. Let's do yeah, it. Yeah. Play one, Mickey, baby. Let's do it. Okay. All right. Any, All right. Uh, any takers in the? Uh... Yep. There we go, <laughs> ladies. There we go. Um, okay. So it just doesn't feel real. We'll see what happens because the VCS also isn't real, so this is probably not real either. And everything that's Atari based is just bullshit. But we'll see. Maybe they'll prove us wrong. I'd go. If they made one, I would go. Topic number three: A video game company urges players to avoid. Plague Inc. for information on the what is it the uh, coronavirus coronavirus yeah like the beer it's like the beer yeah beer. yeah beer virus yeah okay so anyways uh, Plague Inc. which I played years ago I just downloaded it right now of course you did <laughs> of course you did you're you're one of the problems <laughs> no um is a is a game that's all about virus disease and spreading and just trying to uh, stop the entire world from dying. It's basically that's basically the concept. I played I think on mobile phone maybe back in the day when it first came out. It's been out forever. You can buy it in board game form now and all sorts of stuff. But um the popularity of a video game that teaches players about how diseases spread has grown sharply amid concerns about the spread of the coronavirus. Now, the company is warning people to seek information on the disease from official sources rather than relying on its game, Plague Inc. This is uh, after the the current um, coronavirus outbreak is, is a very real situation, which is impacting a huge number of people. And has said in this statement, we would always recommend that players get their information directly from local and global health authorities. So, um, yeah, this is really weird. But the reason why I guess when I was reading about this is the reason why I guess uh, this statement was made is because every time a, a virus breaks out, there's a new pandemic. Yeah. This game gains insane popularity because people start to use it as like a tool on how to control the spreading of the disease. It's not surprising to me because I've been getting my health advice since the 80s. Let's go see my man, Dr. Mario. Everything I know about getting rid of viruses, <laughs> I, I learned from this guy. Yeah, except this game's uh, usually you lose. When, when my, whenever I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm going home. I have a doctor's appointment, leave work early. I guarantee you, within a half hour, I'm just sitting in my basement playing Dr. Mario. And then I'm like, I feel better because I'm not at work. <laughs> I feel better. It must be working. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, the company said in <laughs> a, a handful of pills and I play Dr. Mario. The company said in a statement that the game was designed to be realistic and informative while not uh, sensationalizing serious real-world issues. However, it pointed out that the game is not a scientific model and should not be relied upon for information about the new virus. Oh my goodness. Um, yeah, I... <laughs> so... It interests me that, that people would play this type, or would, I don't even want to say play this game, would get this game to try to understand virus, like, spread and, and believe. I guess it, I guess this doesn't amaze me at all. I guess I'm not really shocked by this the more I think about the human race. But would you download this game to be like, huh, I wonder if, you know, I wonder if I can learn something about the virus instead of, I don't know, go to, like, like they said, a, a a proper authority to try to learn about the situation and best practices and whatever. Well, one, I would never waste a proper authority's time with my own uh, <laughs> insecurities about the world ending. And it makes a lot of sense. Someone asked me one time how to kill a turtle, and I played Mario for a half hour, and then I went and jumped on their turtle. Like, you can learn a lot from video games. All, okay, so Ghostwalker asked a really good question. He says, where was this with the swine flu? When did the swine? When was the the swine flu? You have you have great knowledge of this. It, I believe it was two, the summer of two thousand nine. Uh, okay, player one, Mickey, can you tell me when Plague Inc. first dropped? I need I need that information if you can get that for me. 
Because I'm I'm starting to think that could have been 2008. I'm starting to think that it might have been been uh, been out. No, maybe not. No, that's uh, that's 11 years. There's no way. It's plaguing. Awesome. Plaguing was released May 26 of 2012. Yeah. Oh, not that not that long after. Yeah. The, you know what it was, Ghostwalker. I have the answer for you. The swine flu was the reason they made this game because they were like, we need to teach people how to handle the swine flu in case it comes back. Yeah. Swine flu is wild, man. Because you never know. You never know. Someone in your own home could have the swine flu. They could. And then you have to stay up late watching movies and giving them medicine. They could. <laughs> <laughs> it might have been a thing. Um, <laughs> wow. I, I, first of all, have you ever played Plague Inc.? I haven't. I'm interested. Player one, Mickey, you're playing it right now, right? Like, I can't. It won't even load. So it won't even load. No. Servers, no. man. Everyone's yeah. playing the game. So, so, yeah. There's too many people studying the virus right now. Yep, one bit out of eight. Yeah, they're gonna get an answer here. One bit out of eight. <laughs> but you could be playing that mobile Doctor Mario. Isn't that game hot trash? Hot garbage. Yeah, but I bet it's good. So <laughs> just mm. play it. It's hot trash is like the the like mid the, that's the median for mobile games. So. so let's talk about let's talk about this this virus real quick, okay? Because I I always do <coughs> I always do find um, some fascination here when it comes to something like this happening in the world because we watch panic, we watch this kind of start to roll. So it it literally was in China. And then all of a sudden it was like, oh god, I think I have it here. Like everybody started reporting and were like, oh, I think we have a case of it here. I think there's a case of it in New Hampshire. There's a, there's a case of it in Seattle. There's a case. There's three cases of it in Michigan now. Correct. And so like it starts to roll quickly. So a game like this, I could see. It's crazy to think that I, and I never thought about it back when I played this game a few times, or 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 how long this game has still had some form of popularity, but. This game could be forever popular because every time something like this happens, it almost re-energizes their video game. Yeah. And I doubt they like meant to do that, but it is super fascinating that that's what that's what we're seeing here. And you know, could you um can you learn something from it? I don't think no, like not really, but the idea I mean from a simplistic standpoint is if you're sick, don't get on an airplane. If you're sick, don't travel on a boat. If you're sick, don't, you know, don't shake people's hands. Like like yeah, there's that concept within this game of how things spread. It does teach you it does show you that in the sense of but we already knew that. We already understand to the point where this one's being taken so seriously that you're getting like thermal scanned before you can walk into a real airport because they don't want you to fly sick because they're trying to quarantine this right now because it is killing people. And, you know, to rely on a video game seems insane to me as to like sit there and play a video game thinking that it's going to tell you something. What? Like like groundbreaking i don't know i don't know like i i don't know if people know a lot about how like pandemics and and things like that happen i know Weren't about you raised to like it, like wash your hands because of me? germs was i raised to wash yeah, yeah. my hands absolutely not were you talking about germs what no germ germs are uh actually uh the devil <laughs> Um, if you're good, Miggy, you don't get germs. Hi, Miggy. How are you doing over there? I'm doing Were okay. you taught about germs and like and like you know hygiene yeah, and yeah. Uh, you know wash your hands? Yeah, don't you cover don't your act mouth. Like you're better than me because you wash your hands. Cover your mouth when you, you cough or sneeze and yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, do yeah. vampire vampire cough. Yeah, yeah, vampire cough is a, is a new that's a newer thing that we learned. Yeah, the yeah. vampire cough. Yeah, you vampire cough like this. That way you don't cough all over your hands, and then you forget to wash them, and you shake someone's hand. Cough slash. When did you guys learn about coughing into your shoulder? I learned it at at our uh, employer that we that you and I work at. You guys must not cough a lot because I've known about coughing into your shoulder for like twenty years. <laughs> yeah, well, that's different. They didn't call it vampire cough then, so it wasn't cool. So I didn't care about it. But what if they called it the dab cough? <laughs> then I'd do it all the time. <laughs> God help uh, us. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Wow. Okay. But oh, wow. You could name your own virus on here. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. You, you can have the Miggy virus. Panic giggle. <laughs> pro pro miasma. <laughs> Anyways. I mean, even even the concept of where we work, there's the idea of, oh, you're not feeling well, put a mask on. Yeah. Like, right? It so, certainly would never be go home. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, certainly never go home. You work until you die. Um, anyways, the, the thing here is, 
don't don't rely on something like a video game to try to get to try to actually get answers for something <laughs> as serious as this. It, it just this this was ridiculous to an extent, and part of it is like part of it you have to sit back and go, okay, listen, people are just playing the game because this information is out in the wild because we're talking about it, and so it's on your mind. So then when you go to the store and you're like, I'm gonna play a game, you come across this game that is tied to something that's relevant in the news that you keep hearing about, which again ties to that mark that inadvertent marketing of your game that like it just falls back into rele relevancy over and over and over again it's kind of cool and you just update your game that that's the other thing that's weird about this game is that you're in are you in it right now yeah does that virus exist in the game oh well right now i'm um uh, i'm um modifying the gene so it's like at the beginning you get to pick uh pick uh name your your disease and you get to modify it to how you want it to uh to travel and and all this stuff it's crazy <laughs> Oh, okay, I take it back. Everybody download Plague Inc. We need to understand this better. It's the only way we're going to survive. You just have to be careful. You can't just do things that you learned in video games. Otherwise, there'll be a few dead turtles and PETA will protest your college graduation. <laughs> I'm just saying, you got to be careful. <laughs> All right. They got kicked out. I'm not, I don't care. FYI, I have my disease name, Buttertosis. Come yes. on! Come on! Yes! <laughs> I didn't wash my hands. Okay. I never wash my hands! Yep. I, I give you food all the time! Yeah, I take chances. I live on the wild side. The fact side. that you got E. coli poisoning just from me touching your oh, lunch? I have several times. <laughs> You're immune to it now? <laughs> yeah. Uh, Alright, well that's our attack on the news for these topics and much more. Please visit gameslowmedia.com. Didn't we have one more of a, like a new release or something? Talking about Kotar? No. A new release. Yeah, yeah, you sent it to me earlier. Oh, yeah, yeah. breaking news. Oh, oh breaking oh, news. Oh. Butter Royale's coming out. Yeah, I can't wait it's for this. It's a game. I can't make this, this shit Come up. On. This is real. It, it's a battle royale named Butter Royale on the Apple Arcade. I don't have Apple Arcade, Lies. so I can't play Butter Royale. We both Butter have Royale. access to the Apple Arcade. I thought, you, I thought you'd have a su subscription. Mm, maybe we do, butter boy. Maybe, maybe we have a subscription. One, I don't have an iOS device to play it on. I don't know if that's true or not. That I don't have an iOS device? Yeah. That might not be true. <laughs> I do not play video games on an iOS device. Uh, yeah. What butter, is this game all butter about? Butter Royale is a friendlier version, as I've been told, of a Fortnite, but for kids. I thought Fortnite was for children. Yeah, but this is this is like more for kids. This is more for you. Like, look at the butter's tongue. It's moving. It's just like. Bloop, 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 bloop. I like the I like the logo. What the heck? I don't know. I'm not sure what what Mickey's doing, so the stream can't see it, but I can see it. And it looks like you're shooting butter on people. You're running around That's as a butter just boy. Splatoon. Yeah, it's Splatoon meets Butter Boy. You're a stick of butter running around. It's not cooperating. I don't know why. What do you mean it's not cooperating? Just. Just get it as close as you can and share it. Fine. Before you miss the whole trailer. That's why that's why God made the rewind button. No. Because we're literally describing it live right now. There it is, live for Mixer. But yeah, so Butter Royale, your game. Did you know that you that this was coming out? Yeah, you know. I didn't wanna I didn't want to drop it on you guys, but I have an endorsement deal. And uh, I'm gonna be the first uh, special character that was released in the game it's gonna be a version of me you're gonna be able to play as the buttery deadite aka the butter boy and uh it's it's big stuff for me this is my last episode so <laughs> this is my last episode yeah. yeah um yeah it is um it's a game on on <laughs> apple or apple arcade called butter royale i found it by accident when i was looking for uh looking for news for the show this week and i sent it to mickey i was like hey let's just let's just hit dead eye with this to show that once again butter boy is the future it's a you know it's really cool that i'm i've i've become such a transcendent brand yeah uh I've, you're like nike yeah i've surpassed gamezilla itself like it's like just smear it. Like Kanye's got his own brand. I got my own brand. You yeah. know, 
I'm yeah. I'm probably bigger than Kanye. At this I think point. you are. I think Kanye doesn't even stand a chance. Well, I mean, butter is internationally loved. Yeah. Right. I, I agree. You're you're untouchable right now. Yep. You know. Anyways. Butter rock. Why does that Black Mario music go so perfectly with this? Because it's wonderful. It goes great with anything. Yeah. No, that's a Guile's thing. This game doesn't look very good, by the way. But anyways. Oh, look at all the butter coming in. Oh! oh! The circle coming in is a wave, the, a tidal wave of a butter. A tidal wave of butter. <laughs> this game just got better. I think you die from a heart attack if you get stuck in it for too Wow. <laughs> this is great. I kind of want to make sure I give this a try somehow. But, uh, yeah. Anyways. That was our attack on the news. <laughs> for these topics and much more, please visit GameZillaMedia.com for all of your blogs, YouTube YouTube videos, other podcasts. Everything that we're doing here at GameZilla Media is there on the website. If you want to talk every day about video games and everything else revolving around entertainment, then join the Discord. Super easy. Click on that community button and join the Discord. And if you're watching live on Mixer.com slash Media, just click the link that's in the chat. All right. It's time for the Zilla update. Oh, yeah. Time for the Zilla update. All right. It's Zilla update time. We're going to talk a little bit about what's been going on with us and what's new in the GameZilla community. So we're going to just uh, start it off with Deadite again. All right. So I, as you know, I've been playing some Star Wars, but I didn't play a lot of Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order this week. Big disappointment for um, me. Instead, since since I, I didn't do a ton, I, I played a little bit of it, but you surpassed me. I, I was further in the game than you were, and then you really you really got hot and marathoned it and passed me. I got I got in. I started playing the story and just got hooked. Uh, my my game time over the weekend and throughout the week was sort of limited, but uh, I I did spend some time playing, get back into Pokemon after taking a break for a couple weeks, and now I'm finally at the point where I'm doing some breeding and I'm trying to figure out what what team I want to have to take to do online battles with and I have no clue I I've really had a hard time finding uh, a, a groove and a strategy of what I want to do so right now I'm just breeding some Pokemon and I'm just gonna put together a team and try it uh, and try some other strategies I definitely need to do more research but uh, spent a little bit of time this week just trying to get some some good strong Pokemon that are just Pokemon I like and I'm gonna throw them out there and see how they do they probably won't do well Okay. Well, I mean, I like that you're getting into like the next like you played the story, you started the collecting. Now you're getting into that like competitive scene. Mm -hmm. And you being someone that doesn't really jump into the competitive scene all too often to see that there at least is a game out there that's got your interest enough that you want to try it. That's exciting. Yeah, I was with Pokemon Generation 6. I competed in a lot of the online special event weekend tournaments, and I played a ton uh, of online battles back then. So uh, it's just been a few years since I've done it. So I feel like there's a lot to remember. And, you know, it's a whole new game, whole new meta. There's a lot to try and understand. Nice. Is your character in that name Butterboy? No, it's named Ethan. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. I guess I'll let you slide with that one. Ethan Butterboy got it. Nothing will be named Butterboy. Until it's an Xbox. It's happening, guys. It's happening. Uh, Player One Miggy, what do you got? Gaming moment of the week. So, um... <laughs> <laughs> so, I've been putting in a lot of time. Not um, all gaming moments are positive, are they, Miggy? <laughs> <laughs> Probably need some sad music for this. <laughs> um, but no, uh, I've been putting in a lot of time with um, Minecraft. Uh, been in a nice creative uh, mode with uh, our boy Owl Zero. Um, my, just, bo my boy Owl Zero now. Yeah, yeah, he's 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 abandoned me. <laughs> I've been disowned by the parliament, shunned. <laughs> but um, yeah. Uh, so yeah, I, I mean, I started off with like trying to test out the Xbox X Cloud. Um, had the controller in my hand, and I'm like, you know what? Let me boot up Minecraft. Well, you know, while I'm here at you know at work playing it. And it just like it just took off. So going, you know, between that and the stream with Owl, and then like when I get home from work, I like sit down and I just I just I just play it. Um, I built a tree farm, built a storage house for it, um, you know, built a lot of things. And right now, we're working on building a wall because the best wall ever. The best wall ever. Yes, yeah. yes. Um, 
But the thing is, <laughs> we are constantly under attack by these ravages. <laughs> so we're going to build a wall to keep the ravages out. But the biggest problem is, so what happens is we, I built God a- Goddamn my nerves! <laughs> I built a <laughs> I built a dirt wall to um to, to lay a template. A dirt wall. Yeah, a dirt wall. Just a template to uh put you know to show where the real wall is gonna go. But after I built the wall, I thought we were gonna be safe. You go out in the middle of the village. Playing in the sad piano sound for me. Go out in the middle of the village and what do you see? Used to be good times. Raiders. What are raiders? Now raiders, they've come to to kill to pillage and to step all over your crops. <laughs> the crops! No, the cr save the crops! The dude. corn! And when I hit Who's the corner... save the corn? When I turned the corner, the raiders were there killing everyone in the village. So what do I do? Being the only one in the server, I attack the raiders. I try to defend our villagers. Honorable. Very Honorable. nice. Very nice. But after I kill every last one of them, there's one with a banner with a derpy look on his face. I killed him. I looked dead in his, his derpy eyes and I killed him. Stole his soul. His soul and his flag. Smashed <laughs> it from his damn body. The next thing, Hallelujah. The next thing I hear is a mighty horn. Victory. Exactly. Exactly. Victory. Then there's a purple bar that fills up on the top of the screen. That's all the loot you're going to get. It says raid started. <laughs> Oh shit. So I'm like, oh crap, oh crap, oh crap. So I'm like, you hear it, and wherever you hear the horn, that's where you have to go to kill him. So there's like wave after wave after wave, and there's death after death of our of the villagers. But I come out on top. And owl comes back in, and I tell him what happened of my tri triumphant victory. And you know what his first response is? Why'd you trigger the raid? <laughs> How many of our villagers did you, did, did, did you get killed? Did, I you, like did you kill? His, I like the owl voice. I like it a lot. I'm like, I didn't kill him. I protected him. He's like, no, no, you started it. You didn't kill. You shouldn't kill the one with the banner. Leave him alone. So I'm like, okay, okay. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. So I was left alone again on Saturday. <laughs> Heeding owl's words. Oh, but there was more. There was more raiders that uh, encroached upon our, our, our humble abode. I killed three of them. The one with the banner, I let him out. I, I decided to give him the gift of life. Be gone, banner exactly, man. Exactly, exactly. So I go back in the village and I'm working on the mighty wall. And what do I see? More raiders. Damn. So I do the same thing, repeat the same tactic, kill three. I, I lost a villager, RIP. Um, I let him out, walk through the gate, close it, turn back to go walk, work on my wall. You know, I'm building, getting the materials and everything. Then I get hit from behind and I turn around and I just see a big gray derpy look in my face and I start swinging like there's no tomorrow. And then I, and that's when it happens. I see the banner and I'm like, crap, he didn't have a banner. Why is this happening? So out of my fear, out of hearing Owl's voice in my head, I was, I was terrified like, um, like, you know, when you're a kid and you know, you, you know, did something stupid and you're dead and you like wait till your father gets home. That was the feeling that I felt. I was like, oh crap, oh crap. You can go back and watch the tape on my show. I was like, oh crap. I didn't, I was freaking out. So I, I go and I'm like looking all around trying to, trying to, um, you know, kill the, kill, kill the ravagers or the other raid or whatever. There's a glitch where the next wave spawns and you don't know where they're coming from. You don't know. You go all the way around the, 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 the area. You can't find them. They might've spawned on the ground. You don't know. How long has this game been out and there's still glitches? Well, this they keep iterating new new features. So I'm like, the whole game I, looks like a glitch. So, <laughs> so long story short, I look for an hour, and I give up. I give up, and I see you guys are streaming. So I jump on. And I'm like, hey, this, hey, this hey. Was, this was your biggest mistake you made. Yeah. This was it. This I'm was an your honest down, guy. This was your downfall. I'm an honest guy. I'm an honest guy. I said, oh, I'm sorry. And then you know you relay the message, and then he's he's mad because he's like, well, you got to find him. You got to find him. So let's let's just clean that up. You were like, hey. I just want to start out with, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry, right? And I'm like, about what? And then you, and then, and then we yeah, and then it. I said invisible raid. Yeah. But, <laughs> but he's like, you know what? I'm not resetting the, I'm not resetting the realm this time. You got to find him. You got to find him. So I'm like, oh, fine. So I go on lunch today, and I try to repeat everything. I, I tear down the beds. I, I did everything short of killing every villager to cancel the raid. So I'm having a mini heart attack. I'm like looking. So I'm like, I don't feel like starting this stuff over again. The raid expires. 
Did you not know that they expired? I, I did not know that they would expire because oh, okay. it's going on for like a solid 10, 15 minutes. And I'm like having a heart attack. And I'm like, I don't feel like starting over again. I was going to disown me. I'm going to be kicked out of parliament. But fortune was on my side. Parliament's overrated, but I'm glad you figured it out. I mean, Dinobots are a little bit better, but bar- parliament's fun. <laughs> you know, but anyway, yeah, yeah. That was, that was my tale of gaming this week. And uh, the moral of the story is, if a gray guy comes at you with a banner, don't kill him. There you go. <sighs> also, um, you know, learning moment of the week is don't let Miggy have access to your servers <laughs> and you won't have these problems. Hey, I learned. You learned, <laughs> and so did we. All right. <clears throat> My gaming moment of the week has to be I beat a, vi- I beat a video game. I'm I impressed. actually beat a game. I'm impressed. Um, Neither of us are very good at beating video games. This is true. I, I generally jump around a lot, and I have a lot of com- like multiplayer games I like to play that eat up a ton of my time. So when you get into a story-driven single-player game, um, it needs to be special. It needs to really grab my attention. And so games like God of War, Spider-Man, you know, those have done the trick. But this latest one would be Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order that I loved when I picked it up when it first came out and was was playing it and then stopped during the holidays, just so much stuff going on that I just kind of put it to the side. And unfortunately, I stayed away for it long enough that I, I kind of forgot. And so one day came around where no one was online and I wanted to stream and I wanted to play um, something and I jumped back into Star Wars. You also and- have to mention that I was begging you to do this that's you actually were a catalyst this is a you were coming to work you at the time were putting a lot a lot almost like every night you were pushing uh progressing the story along and you were like hey you need to do this because I, I need to talk to you about something oh my god what happened last night yeah you, you have to play at least to the end of this this planet and so it really that that was something that kind of like refocused me like reminding me to get back to the game just like any other Metroidvania-style game, though, when I first jumped back, I was really, like, it was rough. It was real rough. I had already forgotten a lot of the mechanics, and it was clunky, but I, I picked it all back up, powered through it in the next, like, three sessions I did it. Well, over the weekend, I beat Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order, and the end of this game... Holy crap, was it amazing. And I can't give any, I'm not doing any spoilers, so anybody that hasn't beat it yet or you plan on playing it, don't worry. I'm just going to simply say, wow, am I glad I went back to this game. It was so good. And I might, I stream, so every single day that I played Star Wars from the beginning till till this weekend, I streamed it. So the entire game was, was, a, was a stream only storytelling game for my first playthrough. So the last night, which would have been Saturday, I was up till four in the morning into, into Sunday, and I'm playing, and I have 18 people like watching me on Mixer, and people like Stevo, who I see in the chat right now, uh, Ghost Walker. There's so many people that were sitting there, and you know Stevo had beaten the game, so he knew he was waiting. He wanted to see my reactions and and watch me just like watch the whole you know WTF moments and and how I would react. And yeah, it was, oh man, it was a ride. And the only thing I can say is give me DLC or give me a sequel because this ragtag team that you have built in this game around Cal and, and you know, the character that you get to play is such a fun team that kind of reminds me of like the Guardians of the Galaxy, you know, for Marvel or whatever. Just that fun, like messy team but it works and they get shit they end up getting shit done even though maybe they trip over each other um it makes me want to go on more adventures with them so i hope that this is not a one and done thing because i really think they've built something pretty special they did a great job with the story the world building is phenomenal the platforming is fun the metroidvania aspects of it are good and it's not too repetitive or too much backtracking that that you get tired of it 
it's a very well balanced game and like I said before and I, and now that I'm done with it it stays true if this game would have been up for awards if it would have came out a month earlier and actually been eligible for uh, for video game awards this year it would have won it would have won multiple awards this game is phenomenal yeah I've really liked all all that I've played so far because again you gave it to me as a Christmas gift and it's pretty much all I've played in in January it's like I I started playing it like right as I was rounding things out with Pokemon and it's driven me right through and as a Star Wars fan it's been a really fun gaming experience it's one of my most at least of recent times that I can sit there and just reference real quickly favorite endings to a game ever it is so good so you're saying it's better than Mortal Kombat 11 story mode? <laughs> just a little bit. Just a little bit. But yeah, that's my gaming moment of the week. Uh, we want to hear your gaming moment of the week, and you can share what you're up to, what you're gaming with. You can find gamers to game with. All of that possible in our Discord. So join the Discord today, gameslomedia.com. Click on that community tab, and you're in. All right. We want to thank our patrons one last time. Yeah, thank you so much. Uh, amazing support. You guys really have helped us out a lot. That We have seen some 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 growth uh, already into the new year. And if you're not a patron and you're thinking about it, like even just, just $1, that's $12 a year, helps us so much. You know, it keeps, keeps us pushing, keeps the content coming, lets us upgrade our equipment and continue to deliver the content that you love. And let's be honest, even at $1 now, you're getting extra content. So, thanks. Got a lot of good stuff for you. So we'd, we'd love for you to stop by and visit us, patreon.com slash media. And also, if this is your first time, your first uh, time with us on Mixer or listening to us, uh, Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn, iTunes, wherever you listen to your podcasts, we're glad you're here. But we'd also got to let you know that we have other wonderful podcasts that are all part of the GameZilla Media Network, hosted by a ton of great people that are our close personal friends, uh, like the Last Action Podcast for all things action movies. They did Casino Royale, dropped earlier today it's a fantastic episode if you're a Bond fan. The Legend of Retro Classic Gaming Podcast. Noobs and Dragons, that's our tabletop storytelling podcast. And the Noiseland Arcade, that is our Simpsons podcast, where they take you chronologically through every episode of The Simpsons and uh, break it down and have some fun with it. So those are all available wherever you're listening to this podcast uh, audio. And, of course, GameZillaMedia.com, that's our website, where we have all your resources and links to all the shows. Yeah. That about says it all, everybody. Uh, remember, we are your Elite Free DLC for all your gaming news. And this has been episode 297 of the Games Little Podcast. Thanks for hanging out. We'll see you next Monday when the legend continues. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, you gotta, gotta get grunked! We're get all grunked But no, we'll see you next time. And until then, game, game on. on. Grunk! <laughs> oh, it's so bad. <laughs> it is the worst energy drink I have ever, ever <clears throat> experienced.